he said that the band, the elastic band that goes over your head, that keeps it snug, snugly, mm-hmm. is made in the same factory as the sports bra from Victoria's Secret. I don't know how that guy knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 55. This episode 2 is who we talk about. We go solo, another Star Wars topic, and does Anton choose the red pill or the blue pill? I'm Alan Flores. I'm Anton. So what are you choosing, Anton? Why do we keep choosing pills? Uh, because we live in America. I don't know. Uh, is the blue one blueberry flavored? And is the red one... Strawberry flavor. You know what? When I saw the, the Matrix, <laughs> I immediately, when I saw the red pill, I immediately thought of uh, Red Hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> red Hot Tamales? Yeah. So, let me first thought. Yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of uh, pills, uh, last Friday, I went to get my physical, and my back was still kind of bugging me, so my doctor gave me muscle relaxers. Amazing pills. <laughs> what? <laughs> So, so they basically make you fall asleep, relax, or they, what? Yeah, they, they relax your body, but because they relax your body, you knock out. So I'm happy we had like a long weekend, because I was uh-huh. drowsy AF the whole the whole time. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Sorry. Uh, that was unexpected topic. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, I you know, uh, for those who don't know what we did last week, I flew into town and we did quite a bit of stuff, which we'll get to in a bit. But on the way back on the flight, someone also took pills, and I think I think it was a a guy that's uh, in the row to my right. He was sitting in the middle in between two people, and I guess uh, he took sleeping pills and he tended to twitch while he was sleeping, so it was kind of like he was. Um, What's that word called? Like spazzing? He had seizures. Oh. Yeah, he was spazzing. He had seizures. And I guess his friend that was sitting next to him was like, what the? F-? Was freaking you know, out. what the fuck is going on? And then he started, uh, uh, um, you know, hitting the the, the the can and stuff that he had on the, the table. And his friend just grabbed all the drinks and just put it to uh, a table that's right next to me that had nobody sitting there. So then uh, a flight attendant went over and tried to wake him up, say, saying, oh, are you okay? Is everything okay? And he, it just took him like probably two minutes to finally wake up. And then she started saying, did you take sleeping pills? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I did. I'm guessing mix it with so, alcohol. Yeah, I guess that's what happened. Yeah, because what's that one? Oh, Ambien. Like that's Ambien? The, yeah, that's the one that makes people like hallucinate. Like if you, if you Google Ambien... And hallucination, mm-hmm. you'll see all these news stories of people, like, kind of tripping out, doing weird things. Like, you'll see, like, one, like, a, a woman, she took before bed, and then she woke up, like, at 2 in the morning, walking down the road. In yeah, it's crazy, because, like, uh, you would see his jaw open, and then she would try to close it, and it would <laughs> open again, and we're like, uh, that's kind of weird. No, when you're talking about spazzing, I don't know if this happened to you, but, like, when you're, like, barely falling asleep, and then in your dream... Either you feel like you dream that you tripped or that you fell, and like that kind of just like makes you jump out of bed. Yeah, it's kind of like REM, right? When you're in that state. Uh, before you get to REM, like oh, okay. like like your your body's already dreaming before your. I mean, your mind is dreaming before your body's ready to start dreaming. Oh yeah, hypnosis. 
Uh, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into the show. All right. So you kind of tease what we did this week. Okay. Just, just announce it. What, what did we do? All right. So we've been talking about this, about this uh, for quite some time, but we never really got a chance to get around it. Uh, we got a chance to check out The Void, finally, which is a, a hyper-reality experience where they implement uh, construction technology with VR technology, with sensors, motion sensors, and a bunch of other stuff, too. They did so, a really good job with it, including the, the noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, so they actually put you into a virtual reality experience where there's nothing else except the suit and the goggles. Yeah. So everything else they track. Uh, they track your hands, no controllers. Yeah, that that's one thing I have. I was expecting controllers, like some like some uh, level controllers, but there was none. So I'm really happy they did that. So just starting right from right from the beginning when you after we registered and we were ready to go into the mission room. The mm-hmm. first thing that bugged me is when the person told us, use the force to open the door. That bothered me. Because <laughs> oh, it, it was a little cheesy for you? Well, because oh, okay. we're rebels. We're not Jedi. <laughs> well, you so, have to believe in the force. You never know. Yeah, but not everybody has the force. <laughs> or like is able to control <laughs> the force. Anyway. Um, yeah, so we walked in. Hey, we but, could probably be part of the new, the the new force. The the new force, the one that that yeah. that uh that raised spark. Uh, we could be the spark. I I seen Transformers. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we we got in, we did a little briefing, and they take us to this room. Kind of reminds me of how we used to go to the briefing room of uh, Laser Tag. Where they put those uh, uh, little haptic suits on you, so you can shoot other people and also feel some of the uh, uh, rubble pack that's happening. See, I guess, but it's way more involved, though. You know, you know what? Yeah. The, the thought that came to mind was uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah, like so they basically strap a, a, a whole vest on you that has haptic feedback and basically a big gigantic backpack. Which, uh, with a large battery. Which is so heavy, it's hanging on the wall, and you kind of just mm-hmm. back into it and put yourself into it. I, I'll tell you what, I think it's an actual PC that you're wearing. Oh, I'm sure it is. I saw the giant battery pack that they, that they slid into you and Josias. Oh, by mm-hmm. the way, we went to Josias from the Comic Syndicate. Yeah, awesome guy. Yeah, You should check him out They're if fr- he ever comes back with a, a podcast, which we'll probably talk about later. Mae a little tease of what uh, they're doing. Are we allowed to tease? No. I'll, or is it still under wraps? I was about to say, no, maybe not. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. It's still under wraps. Even a, well, it, you heard it here first. He's going to have a new podcast. Even a bigger tease. We're not going to tell you anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So, so your first time meeting Josiah. So that was a little epic uh, moment there. Yeah. It was, it, we kind of broed it out. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you didn't give him the All passenger right. seat. <laughs> i told my brother he's like hey is josiah from far from disney no he's like around the corner cool he can sit in the back i'm like damn (laughs) (laughs) all right so 
after he strapped on the haptic suit and the big battery backpack laptop computer thing they got us to put the visors on and the visors are basically the oculus rift but they modded it in a way where when you put it on you can't see anything else except the screen because the actual oculus rift that i have here there's a little opening where the nose is so you kind of see a little bit of light from the outside but this one there's completely no light you you're fully immersed into what you see uh, in the screen. Yeah, I was going to ask you what, if that was very different from the Oculus because even with the goggles on, I <laughs> couldn't see the edge of a screen. That or I was just like really immersed in it that I ignored it. Okay, so the screen wasn't as sharp as it is with the one that I have here. Okay. That is the Rift. But tell you what, I, I, I think the processing power and everything with what they have is a lot more robust and i think it's more for the long term and the one i have here i think is probably better mm -hmm. the only reason why it's better is because you know um it's being run on a better pc and it's not meant for long-term use that and it's also not tracking motion or like actual like you know waypoints and mm -hmm. it doesn't have haptic responses yeah, so they take us into this room where we just look at each other and basically, you know, uh, I kind of wait for the whole experience to happen. That part so scared we, me. Yeah, because we didn't really know what was going to happen. All we saw was uh, just a blank room. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, we see things start to trickle down and then there was a door. Yeah, the, the room the room around us dissolved and a, yeah. a room materialized. But no, I, I mean, it scared me because... I just saw like we were kind of put it, being put into essentially a closet. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, please don't tell me like we're going to be in a small room the entire time kind of thing. And then, yeah, you're right. Like the, the room dematerialized and then boom, doorway. And we're like, Ant <laughs> doorway opened. Yeah, I'm like, Anton, go for it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, once we got into the next room, it, it kind of started giving us a little bit more in depth of you know, what's really possible with this experience? Because, you know, uh, we're like, we saw seats and we're like, uh, do we sit here? What do we do? And we start feeling things out and then we're like, oh, okay, it's a seat. So we actually sit down. So that was kind of cool. And then uh, uh, later on, we got to like different platforms and if we start getting into other rooms and we start to feel the, the, the whole vibe of the place. Like there's a lot of places uh, where you can feel like the platform moving there's a lot of places where you can feel the breeze and I thought or the lava, the <laughs> yeah, or the lava. You can feel the heat. That's pretty awesome. And oh. I, I think you know, um, all of us pretty much were kind of shocked at what we're getting ourselves into because it's a big surprise yeah, was, how immersive this is. Yeah, but as I say too, we have to be careful because this is really almost like experiencing a movie or a short clip. So we really don't want to give too many spoilers. We want to be very yeah, big. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, not trying to say too much, uh, whatever you can probably see in the trailer, that's mm -hmm. pretty much all we can talk about. But uh, uh, there was a lot of uh, moments where, you know, uh, especially when you start to get to the part where you're interacting with certain objects, that kind of gets you going, whoa, this is so cool. Like, you can only imagine what they can do in the future with more different objects that you can interact with. Well, actually, so that's one part that I did want to talk about was 
by the point that we were in the room where the it, had buttons. Yeah, you had to solve a puzzle. Uh, mm-hmm. I I was fully immersed to the point where like halfway through the puzzle, I realized, wait, I'm pressing actual buttons. Like I it, yeah. it didn't occur to me until halfway through, but I do like that moment when I'm like, oh crap, we need to solve this puzzle. Anton decides, you want to take a crack? You don't know, go have fun. You guys are just shooting shooting uh, stormtroopers as they're trying to break into the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we had other objectives that we needed <laughs> to do that popped out of nowhere, and I think that's a cool thing. Like. I thought that, you know, it would be like a whole team effort type of thing where we look at whatever we're doing yeah. and work on it together. But I think it it was more of like, uh, uh, hey, there's also other things over here that needs to be more of like a, a teamwork type of thing. Yeah, because more uh, cooperative. Because occasionally I would get shot because some of them would move to like the side room. So mm-hmm. I would have to bust up my gun and start shooting back. But yeah, like you guys were fending off the majority of them to, to the side. I do not like the, the, the puzzle that you and Josiah's got in your room. That seemed very straightforward. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun, dude. Um, one thing I did realize, uh, the more I thought about it, was... Remember that one part we were getting, we were just getting shooting at nonstop uh, stormtroopers by the mm-hmm. lava? Yeah. I just realized why it felt like it took forever. I think the people were still in the other room, yeah. and they were, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the other thing. So, like, yeah. that's good that they they integrated those kind of like buffer times for people to clear mm-hmm. out rooms, and then that way you just keep fighting. But it started sounding fun. I was taking headshots. You were doing headshots. Josiah was shooting people in the crotch. It was fun. Yeah, and uh, we we got to experience, uh, you know, what it feels like to be a stormtrooper because you know there was a a moment where Josiah was like, huh. So that's why all these stormtroopers keep missing. It's because sometimes the the bullets curve. Yeah, like they arc. And, yeah, they arc and, with the the, the, the blasters. Yeah, so and, and kind of makes sense. In a very short distance too, they start arcing. That's a bother the crap out of me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of interesting to you know finally see the whole experience of you know being a stormtrooper. So. Um, but other than that, I can't. I don't think we can spoil it too much. The the ending was pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, uh, there was a couple moments where I really appreciate, you know, the the whole Star Wars experience in it. And uh, you can kind of, you know, feel like you're actually in the movie. And uh, like there there was a moment where I was like, hmm, I feel like a Han Solo right now. If you, you know, know what I mean. Yeah. Kind of hinting at. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But so I mean, if you've seen the Star Wars movies, you can immediate immediately tell which part of the storyline you fall into. Oh yeah, and, and it's already a given. You already know that it's part of uh, the Rogue One timeline because that's what this is based on. So yeah, that's um, just, well, and what's his name is in there in the, in the trailers. The the droid. Yeah. I can't remember his, his serial number. K K two S O. K two. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and so overall, so this experience was uh, this is the part that bothered me. It was thirty three dollars mm-hmm. plus a three dollar ticket fee. Mm-hmm. So we'll just call it forty bucks. And from start to finish, it was probably what thirty minutes, including the the briefing and the 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 getting the packs on. Yeah, yeah. Would, about that, would you say it's worth it? A little bit expensive, or would you try it again? What's your what's your input on that? 
Okay, so my input is, uh, we talked about this with Josias too, is that the experience overall is worth every single penny because it's a totally different experience than anything you've ever tried before. And even though in the past they have a lot of different VR experiences, there's nothing that really compares it to what we tried today, um, um, this time around. And uh, $36 to $40, uh, perfect the first time, but I think the second time should be cheaper. Like, I wish they had, like, some type of system where uh, you go the first time $40 and then the next couple of times you can come back for, like, probably, like, uh, uh, 25% cheaper or something like that. Or at least, you know, get some type of discount to bring more friends along. You know, you might want to bring your brother along or, you know, some other co-workers that, you know, you want to have them experience it, too, to get a little bit of, you know, uh, a discount that would work out, too. And... Uh, one thing that I think would bring, bring a lot of people back is uh, uh, something that you mentioned. And can you tell us a little bit about what you thought about that, that would bring people back? Well, yeah. So, I mean, I mentioned that I was me or me and Anton were doing headshots and I was kind of hoping to check our stats more. They were like, oh, you had, yeah. you had this percentage headshot, this percentage of body shots, kills, stuff like that. And considering that some of the rooms are kind of extended by the people ahead of us more time, I understand they can't give an overall score, but they can still give you percentages, you know, Anton got 40% out of all the kills for the group or whatever kind of thing, you know? Yeah, but they didn't do that. Yeah, and I thought that's where it came short. And I mean, that's one thing that could bring people back, because then people were like, well, I could beat you next time or whatever, you know? Yeah, make it more competitive. Yeah. Or... Yeah, I think it's one of those things, like, it was fun for the first experience. Um, I'm, at that price, I'm on the fence about doing it again. Like, if my, if my brother wanted to do it, I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. But our group, to do it again, unless we really wanted to, like, try it out again, I'd be like, eh. Yeah, I, I always have that, you know, feeling in the back of my head that I want to do it again. Yeah. they Because uh, we had such a good time with it, so. Yeah. Um, I really wish they offered different variations too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Cool. Um, I was about to say, what, what do you rate this? But we never really do VR stuff, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I would I would rate it as a nine point five. It's a it's a must. You got to experience at least once in your lifetime. And I'm hoping that you know this would continue. And just to put a thought out there, I hope that Disney do buy this franchise and implement it into you know future stuff that you know they're gonna uh, add to the parks this would totally be a very big asset that i think could totally put anyone into any type of immersive uh experience and have such a wonderful time with it so yeah uh the other thing Mm -hmm. too is uh void which is the company that that we went to um they also have another experience for ghostbusters but that's all the way all the way in new york yeah so yeah or at their headquarters they also have that at their headquarters where's their headquarters uh it is in i think um utah utah okay mm-hmm. ah, i mean okay so we'll say this is the number one vr experience that you can't have at home for the tlc that we've experienced yeah that would be experience (laughs) i mean there are contraptions that you can buy um but uh yeah i don't think anything does compare 
to something like this. Let's say at home. It's kind of okay. it's almost like Top Gear when they start a new uh, leaderboard and it's only one mm-hmm. person. The first person goes. All right, yeah. you're a you're a top <laughs> racer for now. <laughs> yeah. Ah, jeez. All right. I just got a sharp so... pain in my knee. Ah. Oh. That was weird. I don't know what you just did, but okay. I did nothing. Right. <laughs> I'm just old. Let's get into me. All right. There's going to be more VR stuff coming up, so let's get into news. News time. All right. Uh, so really quickly, and I, mm-hmm. I'm, I think we've they've already hinted about this for a long time, but it's mm-hmm. been confirmed. Star Wars, the next or the next Star Wars story, is going to be a uh, Boba Fett. Well, okay, not the next Wait, next yeah. one, but yeah, what I, the newly announced. What was this confirmed? Did, oh yeah, they the did confirm it. Okay, yeah, over the weekend they had Galactic Nights at uh, Disney World. I think it was Hollywood Studios, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, I think you had to pay tickets for this one. I think it was a hundred something for the whole experience mm-hmm. uh i think this is the closest experience that you can get to star wars celebration but you have to come to uh hollywood studios for that one okay sorry about that continue <laughs> like that was random um uh, mm-hmm. yeah so i mean that's just a newly announced one i i, I know we kind of hinted at it or we... yeah because th- that's where they announced it that's why oh okay okay yeah. i missed that part um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, they they kind of hit the fans were kind of asking for it once uh, we realized we're gonna start getting non-trilogy Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. But, and I think the <laughs> I was gonna say the hit that is ho- Solo, which uh, I'm still mad about. Uh, but I mean, th- for the people that did see the movie, they appreciate the movie, and because of that, they're kind of want to do another Boba Fett. That that's the Solo story kind of introduced the gateway for a Boba Fett movie. Mm-hmm. so yeah i'm excited about it uh i'm not okay boba fett is a cool character but i never knew enough about him to fan out about him if that makes sense yeah well he, he was also that, that really cool character that shows up uh in pretty much any star wars episode and kind of it, it kind of gives us a little edge of you know he has something to do with everybody's story you know what i mean like there's always something that he needs to be part of because everybody always hires him for some type of job and the whole origin is totally uh interesting too like when you really find out where he's from what his whole family was like and uh his dad yeah i think that's the only reason why it's so interesting for that character he has like a million papas Mm mm-hmm yeah, <laughs> oh, that must be yeah. a weird experience as a kid. Oh, there's mm-hmm. my dad. No, that's my dad. No, that's my dad. Uh, I think they're all my dad. <laughs> and one. Way well, it's kind of weird when you. Yeah, it's kind of weird when you're watching uh, uh, that uh, series Clone Wars, where you just see a bunch of those guys. They all look the same. Oh my god, you gotta yeah. you gotta love the animators. There, they're like, oh, or the animators must have loved that. They're like, oh, sweet, we have to design new troopers every single time. Sweet. Yeah, we're just going to hit the duplicate button and just drag this guy over here, and uh, we'll just duplicate the animation also. And we'll just add a little haircut here, we'll add a little tattoo here, we're good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. And uh, I don't think we need to hire any more uh, voice actors, we'll just use the same one for <laughs> I everything. I the guy was been so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, um, Tom, yeah, I'm, I'm excited just for another Star Wars movie. Yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll touch on Solo a little bit more later on in the movie segment. But yeah, that, yeah. that was a Star Wars and, announcement. Yeah, but uh, there's actually a little bit more than just that that was announced at the Star Wars Galactic Nights. They actually had panels for um, a couple of other things that happened too. Uh, that's the cool thing about the Galactic Nights is they have a stage where uh, I, I've actually been to one of these things where uh, I got to see Ray Park and uh, I got to see um, the, the original guy that plays uh, uh, Chewie. Mm. Um, Which I can't believe I got still alive. Yeah. Was that your Wookiee voice? Oh, no. That was me drinking water and saying, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that sounded uh, uh, different than... The Google Assistant, but it sounded more like a Wookiee to me. Oh. So, uh, that's why I was pausing for a second there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so for Galaxy's Edge, which is coming very soon. We talked about this in uh, mm-hmm. two episodes ago. But uh, they actually filmed a lot of clips for some of the rides and stuff at Pinewood Studios. So there was a lot of stuff that, uh, that they built sets with and um i'm guessing they're trying to implement a lot of this stuff into the rides like um like uh, they had a um i think some of the x-wings and some of the uh millennium falcon shots Mm -hmm. because the, the the full size one is at pinewood studio so where else would they do it you know but to go to the pinewood studios and shoot it so uh other than that there will be full size at ats or atats however you want to say it but full size so we're gonna actually see how big these things are so that's really really cool okay how many people do you think are gonna try to tie up their legs Just for the grand. I don't know. I, I I think the the we would have to bring really really long strings. <laughs> Try to pass the pass security. Ropes. Yeah. What are you doing with that? <laughs> oh, nothing. Uh, we, we're gonna thinking about climbing the the um Everest mountain. Oh, there. cool. Matterhorn. Sorry, Matterhorn. <laughs> oh, Anton. <laughs> out of all the people, I thought you'd be the one that to remember that one. No, I'm referencing Disney World. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, there's also a second ride that will be a resistant troop transport. And uh, I think that's going to take you throughout the whole entire uh, uh, scenery. Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of saw like the whole building that was enclosing that when we were taking the tram the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I- I'm sad that they put up those walls that week. Because you could have seen a little bit of better view. It wasn't a lot of detail, but you could have seen a better idea of what it would look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least you got, the, so you got to see of... the mountain peaks. Yep. And uh, another cool thing that they did announce that's going to be one of the experiences at uh, Galaxy's Edge is that they're going to have Star Wars Petting Zoo. So you're going to be able to pet a bunch of different uh, uh, alien characters. Um that are pets like a, a little dog looking cat thing um kind of looks like a hell kitty that's on drugs um but yeah that's pretty interesting you're going to be able to experience some of that the kids would probably love that oh what, what, uh, what are those things that luke skywalker shot oh i don't even know what that oh thing is. uh womp rats 
Are we? Gonna, are we gonna pet? Yeah, womp rat. Are we gonna pet a womp rat? I think so. I think that kind of looks like it, but I'm not so sure. I'm it, pretty sure there's gonna be a lot of l- little pets from the movies that we've seen that we can probably experience with. I would say because ba- based on the the illustrations, it look, kind of looks like a, a cross between a rat and a hyena. Yeah. Huh. All right. Sorry. Oh, and also, uh, we were talking about this the other day where we don't know what the name of the planet was. Uh, they did announce it. I forgot what it was, too. But um, reading it now, it's called Batu. Batu? Batu. It's B-A-T-U-U. Batu. Okay. Yes. So there's going to be a bunch of different villages, and I guess it's a safe zone. So there's going to be a lot of enemies, but they have to be playing nice with each other. For now. Yeah, for now. And of course, uh, new characters, new story details, and I think it's going to be very Westworldy because everybody's going to be in character, and I think that's going to be awesome. Well, the Stormtroopers are already having fun walking around and interacting with people. Yeah. Yeah. They, they also gave, like, a uh, a map that people can look at to see what stuff they're going to have there. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they kind of hinted people with little trading cards. So they would have to collect all of the cards and put it together as a map. Oh, so kind of cool. So you have to piece, piece together the map. Yeah, so I don't know if this is what they did there, but I'm guessing what they did was they put uh, random cards all over the uh, Hollywood studios. Mm-hmm. And they uh, basically told people to go to different sections to collect all these cards. And when you put it together, you get the whole entire map of the place. Look, a nice little, what you call it, vi- not viral advertisement, but interactive advertisement. Yeah, so it's called uh, Black Spire Outpost is the name of the whole entire place. Uh, there's Smuggler's Alley. There's Spaceport. There's a Docking Bay, a Merchant's Row. There's a Saka Homestead, which is those... Uh, we're looking cows. Uh, Black Spire Station, where all the droids and um, uh, what are those racer pod racer cars? Oh uh, yeah, not my yeah. not one of my favorite moments of Star Wars, but yeah, no, it's kind of cool though. Mm. Uh, but other than that, they have the whole entire panel. If you want to check it out, I'll uh, link it to you later. Cool, because I think it's a pretty long video. Cool. All right, Anton. Uh, and I heard you had some Oculus Go news for us. Oh, yeah. So I finally got my hands on a couple of Oculus. I brought it with me to California to uh, gift away to um, two people that had birthdays last month. Mm-hmm. And that would be um, uh, my fiance's sister's fiance. <laughs> uh, I guess future brother-in-law. Yeah, we're, so, we're talking. Yeah. We're trying to map that out. I think it's brother-in-law. Yeah, should be, right? I mean, you're part part of the family now, so. Yeah. Yeah, so I got him one and I also got uh, Julie's cousin um uh David. He also uh, had a birthday, so I gift him uh, Oculus Go also. And uh yeah, it's pretty awesome. We, we we got to try out a couple of different experiences. And I if I was to compare it to my Oculus Rift, of course I would, you know, prefer the Rift more because of the controls you're able to have more of like a free roam and uh, touch controllers that is more immersive. Mm-hmm. 
But however, whatever they had for the Oculus Go is a really good stepping stone because I think everybody had a great time experiencing it. And I think if you owned one, you would love this too because imagine yourself 20 years ago when they had the Sony big screen goggles. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, way back though. Yeah, so if you wanted to watch like a DVD movie or something like that, you would plug these uh, these goggles in back in the days and you get this big, gigantic, big screen TV while you're laying down or whatever. Yeah. So imagine that, but with a better resolution screen and you're able to watch Hulu, you're able to watch Netflix. You don't even want to get off your bed or a couch anymore. Yeah, and that's what we were talking about when uh, we were at Disney. We were talking about this is that I think that for that price point, was it two hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a doable price point for just an entertainment uh, Oculus Go. Like if I just wanted to use it to watch TV or to watch movies. Yeah, because I mean the, the TV, a, a big screen TV, say not even huge screen, say thirty five inch. Mm-hmm. That's going to cost way more than the Oculus Go. Yeah, for a good brand. So I mean, at that and for I mean for Goku's Go, you can have that theater experience. You can just have the peace and quiet in your in your privacy. You're good. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the guys that did the 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 Void experience, they teamed up with ILM Labs to work on that. And they also did a couple of other VR experiences that you can also experience on the Oculus Go or the Rift also too. And uh, it's also the um, Star Wars experiences. Mm. So, oh, and I think it's free. So if you ever do get an Oculus Go or Rift, I highly recommend checking it out. Sweet. Oh, one more thing. It's very comfortable. Okay. Super comfortable. Compared to the helmet we had at the Void, what would you say is more comfortable? Uh, it felt like uh, you're you're only wearing regular glasses. It, it doesn't even put a whole lot of weight on on your head, and it's so comfortable that uh, the guy that gave me the demo on what the um, the Oculus Go was all about, mm-hmm. he said that the band, the elastic band that goes over your head that keeps it snug snugly, mm-hmm. is made in the same factory as the sports bra. From Victoria's Secret. I don't know how that guy knows that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's kind of funny. You're basically wearing a very comfortable bra on your head. I mean, you said that. I thought you were going to say the people that make the the elastic band for uh, snowboarding goggles. Nope. Victoria's Secret. Okay. All right. Overall, if you have a chance, I recommend getting an Oculus Go this year. All right. We'll do. All right, Anton. Uh... Ready to move on to TV? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so what do you have for TV, Anton? All right. So TV. Um, so, you know, I've been watching Westworld quite a bit. And every single week, there's always something new. Or at least a, a little bit of hinting uh, of what the stories about because at the very beginning of the season i told you i was really frustrated but as you know each episode 
passes by, it kind of gives more depth of what I want answered. Mm-hmm. But it's not a complete answer. It's just things that are filling in the gap to the answer. And this week they went, well, it's kind of obvious because they've kind of showed it on TV commercials and everything. You've seen it everywhere. They kind of implemented Shogun World. And I'm going to have to say this is probably by far the best samurai fight scenes or ninja fight scenes I've ever seen in any type of movie besides Ninja Assassin, Ooh. you know? So so are they and are they realistic or like hyper-realistic? Pretty realistic because when you watch like uh, Japanese movies... Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's that feeling where I, I felt like the actors are not that great of an uh, actors. Or like I I don't know if it's a director thing. I don't know if it's an actor thing. But then when Japanese actors are in American movies speaking Japanese, it's so believable, and there's so much more emotion to it. Or or my favorite when the physics don't add up. You mm-hmm. can like you can tell they're on the they're on the wires because say they'll jump up they'll swing and then they'll do a move that there's no way they have the they have the momentum to do no that's chinese movies no but i'm saying no well oh, no <laughs> and japanese but like i'm saying like or just hollywood in general mm-hmm. depend i guess it depends on the budget but yeah like yeah. those are my favorite no, ones no this is this is classic sword fighting okay yeah fun times so. fun times uh, yeah, and I I just hope that you know th- this would open more doors to people going. Oh, hey, these guys have a really good Japanese uh, uh, fight scene, and there should be more of that. You know. Yeah. I mean, they did that movie Forty Seven Ronins, and I thought it was gonna be really good with Keanu Reeves and a bunch of Japanese actors. That was your mistake, right there. Sh- yeah, <laughs> it's it's such a shit show. It is so bad. And they had a really big budget for their movie, but it's just so bad. They, I think they used a budget for too much CGI effects. I think they should just keep it simple and have more better fight scenes. See, that, so. see that's, the, that's the point. Like, well, that's the mistake they made was they put a white guy to be part of an ancient group of another culture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I I love Keanu Reeves, but uh, it's a hit or miss, just depending on what movie he's in. Yeah. Uh, so, a little bit of an announcer for you. Okay. Uh, I added the HBO package to my uh, Hulu. Hulu, for only five bucks. Yep. Nice, good deal. Yeah, so five bucks for each month for six months, so I'll be binging on Game of Thrones and Westworld and Silicon Valley. Oh my god! Please catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have six months to do it. It's it's feasible. Um, yeah. But yes, it's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I well Memorial Day. The recordings mm-hmm. right now. Unintentionally, I was watching or finishing up the last seasons of The Brave and The Last Ship. Well, yeah. the last current season. Holy crap, dude! I I got so annoyed when I realized I finished the seasons, and I'm like. Ah, oh, not to wait until next year, or not to wait until summer or whatever when they start coming out again. So freaking intense, right. dude! You need to start watching them. Yeah, I, I probably will. And I'm gonna call you out, Josiah, if you're listening. 
Go watch your shows. Please catch up. There's so many stuff that you're missing out on. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was a very like awkward moment for you. You're like, oh, just watch it on Netflix. I don't have Netflix. What? What? Why? <laughs> yeah. It was it was so surreal to you. Like it just seems so, so, like such a basic thing. You think you think everybody should have? Yeah. Which I agree. Yeah. I think at some point you need to either have Hulu or Netflix. Yeah, and it kind of makes me thinking. Has he even seen Daredevil? Oh, yeah, the Marvel yeah, ones. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I Dude. didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he would totally get a kick-ass uh, um, experience watching that. Because it's so good. It's totally different than anything I, I I don't think he's ever seen before. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'll I'll talk to Sides next time, or we'll 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 put him in the chat and ask him. All right, Anton, yeah. ready to move on to the Solo movie? Oh, yeah. So I guess we're going to probably review the movie and then probably have spoilers. So let's get into it. You're after something. Is it revenge? Money? Or is it something else? You look good. A little rough around the edges, but good. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together a crew. I'm a driver. And I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. What do you think? Well, what do you know? You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. <laughs> L3! Let's go with a mean man's face. Who are these guys? If you come with us, you're in this life for good. You might want to buckle up, baby. Here they come! Let me give you some advice. We assume everyone will betray you, and you will never be disappointed. I got a really good feeling about this. Since when do you know how to fly? <laughs> 190 years old? You look great. Push it! So glad we took this job! Alright, Anton. Initial thoughts on Solo. Okay. So you got a chance to go see it before I did, what? which is surprisingly. I always watch it probably the day before it comes out, like how a lot of people watch it. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but you either beat me to watching something or we watch it this at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I guess it didn't do too well, but I think people should really see this one. 
and just to do a quick review i'd say this is an awesome adventure i went in with really low expectations and i actually enjoyed it so much that i can't wait until they have another solo movie which would probably be a solo boba fett movie um yeah dude it's oh by the way spoiler solo survives anyways um yeah it's a it's a fun movie dude like that's the best, best way i can put it and some of the reviews people were posting were like before the movie even came out and it was people that it, it's a bunch of fanboys well like the and it's the fanboys that made lucas just sell the franchise like lucas loved star wars and he wants the best for it, but he has his own image. And whenever when he put out something that didn't line up to the fanboys, it it annoyed the crap out of him. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Like it doesn't matter what they do to the Star Wars franchise. There's always someone hating something. There's always some something that someone is not gonna like, and it just doesn't matter what happens. There's never a chance where anybody agrees. With everybody. Well, like, not a lot of people like episode 7. Not a lot of people like episode 8. Like, I I, I, I understand when people are like, oh, I don't want to see the new movie because I really liked Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Or, you know, I... I don't know, for whatever reason, they, like, they, they have like legitimate um, ties or emotions to the original characters. Yeah, and I'm gonna throw it out there right now. Episode one, two, and three. There was no Han Solo. There was no Luke Skywalker. Uh-huh. There was no Princess Leia in episode one, two, and three. There was no one, two, and three oh. characters that were in four, five, six. There are some enemies and some certain characters in four, five, six, but not the main characters from. One, two, and three. Well, well we get, uh, you know, Darth Vader, uh, Obi-Wan, but well, they pretty much uh, go away too, you know? Well, well, They're not in episode seven, eight, nine. Well, Luke and Leia were in three. Well, yeah. For, <laughs> like the last couple of seconds of the movie. Yeah. But I'm just saying like that, like some people have a certain question, like, okay, cool. I get that. I was a little hesitant to see a different Han Solo, but I still wanted to see it. Uh, it's but, a new generation. Well, hold on. So the part that bothered me was the people said, "Oh, the last, the last Jedi sucked. I'm not going to see this." What the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> or I'm not watching any 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 Star Wars movie until Disney stops owning it. Zero stars. Yeah, or or like that other one that that, that guy says. Not my solo, and it's oh my zero God. stars. I saw that. Oh, I, I think I screenshotted that one, you guys. Yeah, that was so stupid. stuff like that. But like, but I did notice the score was going slowly up higher over the weekend as more people saw it, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. Both, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, like I, 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 I think uh, uh, Alden Aldenrich is is such an, a a great actor. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have nothing against him. I thought he was. He amazing as Han Solo. He won me over. Mm-hmm. I, I I think like the first ten minutes I was kind of like, oh, this is the guy. Damn it! But like after like you know, uh, once he joined the Empire, 
which not really a spoiler because it kind of shows scenes in the trailer. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> like he wins you over with his charisma. Yeah, he does. And I think like that. That's I'm like oh, okay, cool. I'm in. Sold. You sold me. Good. I'm in. Uh, yeah. Ah, <sighs> uh, okay. Oh, I love all the characters. Uh, Thandie Newton's character, amazing. Woody Harrelson's character, loved it. Woody Harrelson, dude. I is there nothing that I can do? I don't think there is anything that he can't do. I I was so immersed in his character that uh, I had you know emotional feelings for him too. Like, uh, spoiler alert later on. Uh, but uh, what do you feel? Yeah. How did you how do you think Amelia Clark did? I thought she's great. Uh, I had a couple moments where I can't. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay, what about uh uh Enfy's Nest? That was a surprise hmm? villain. Oh, Enfy's Nest. Are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Marauder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get more into the details about that one. But like that one, I I was kind of be like, oh, is this gonna be that that throwaway throwaway villain? But they grew into a very very important part, and I think that's. That's part of the Star Wars that we love is that people add to the story. People add, you know, they grow to more bigger depth. things. Yeah, it adds more depth to the, to the story itself. And mm-hmm. without going to specifics, uh, every character, and this, this is the part that bugged me about some of the reviews, some of the reviews saying that it's, uh, how was it? Uh, oh, it's just a bunch of Han Solo gags or tropes put into one movie but in reality it's the it's showing you the little parts from each character that han eventually incorporated as himself mm-hmm. like the it, it, it's the characters that he he bumps into that shapes him who he is yeah it gives him a little bit a little bit a little bit little by little to the point by the end of the movie he starts saying calling people kid all right, let, let's mm-hmm. go, kid. Kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, what would you rate this out of five oranges? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would rate this way up there. I mean, I I had a great time watching this movie. Um, it just like the Rogue One one. I think it stands out on its own. I'm pretty happy mm-hmm. that it is a great spinoff. And it could take care of itself in its own franchise series. Yeah, agreed. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm gonna rate this higher up too. Uh, it's I almost don't want to compare Solo and uh, Rogue One because mm-hmm. Rogue One was a very emotional, intense movie. This is just a very fun movie. Yeah, so I would say probably a, like a nine. Yeah, I'm up there, probably like a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, the the <laughs> the whole part that bugged me was how the ship looked at the beginning, um, mm-hmm. but it has its reasons. Yeah, it has its reasons, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm excited about the Star Wars stories. Uh, ready to get into spoilers? Yes, let's get into spoilers. All right, you guys have three seconds. Good enough. All right, Anton, go for it. All right, run for your lives. Yay. Cover your ears. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, so let's get the elephant out the room. I am so freaking excited 
that the whole foreshadowing on what was it called? What was those bad the the bad guy called? Um, Enfree. They have a code name for it. Enfree's nest. That, that wasn't that wasn't a coding. That was the actual main main uh, person's name. No, no, no. Uh, um, the 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 group. Oh, what was that the group called something. The Red Sun. No, Rising Red. Oh, I forgot what it was. You're right. I, I, it's bothering me because I can see the logo. They they had a, a a code name for for the bad guy too. Um, uh, that they finally unveiled at the very end, and it's freaking Darth Maul. Oh, no, that big reveal. Oh, I, yeah. I thought you were talking about the actual... the, the No, the I wanted crew. to get that big elephant out of the room because I'm so excited for that. I am a big fan of Darth Maul, you know? And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to have him back on the big screen. So, okay, have you have you already started watching Clone Wars? Yeah, that, that's what I'm... I, I, I've, I've seen him... In like different trailers that he's back, yeah, and it was a big surprise. I was like, "Wait a minute!" So that yeah, I just started watching more of it uh, today, actually, and I'm I'm trying to catch up. Well, how how far are you in? I'm only probably about. Uh, I'm still in the first season. Okay, uh, probably mm-hmm. around season two you'll start seeing it. Uh, I mm-hmm. I <laughs> I'm very happy they explained how Darth Maul re- returned in animated form. Because I think mm-hmm. in movie form it would look dumb and not make any sense. Yeah. But yeah, so Darth Maul has been kind of rumored to be re- to make a return into the cinematic universe for mm-hmm. a while to the point where people are thinking that he was actually uh, Snoke. Snoke. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm glad he wasn't Snoke. Yeah, that would have been a light one, just because it wouldn't explain where the horns went. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that was the big reveal at the end. Darth mm-hmm. Maul back, and he's a smuggler. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we'll get to more spoilers, but not. I guess there wasn't a whole lot because I mean it's a brand new story and it's very rich in what we kind of knew. We knew that you know the Kessel Run was going to happen, which is not what I expected. And I, I know yeah. I know there was uh, novels about it, mm-hmm. but I was assuming the Kessel Run was a was a race. Yeah, I thought so too. But but uh, I guess he was uh, they were in a race for time, trying to get the uh, whatever those things are called. Yeah, the fuel. Um, no, but it's a uh, the Kessel Run. It's actually a smuggler's route, and that, mm-hmm. that's what they're trying to say. That you know, it's I can't remember the exact distance. But they're saying that like, you can only go through this route. Three parsecs. What? That's not... No. It's a th- yeah. It's not three parsecs. What was it? However many parsecs. Well, okay. We'll say 19 for the sake of argument. Say it's 19 parsecs. That you have to go through a, 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 a path. And there's no way around it because if you try to take a shortcut, you're going to... 12 parsecs. Sorry. It's 12? Or did he? Yeah, or uh, did he do it in less than twelve? Yeah, he did it less than twelve parsecs. Okay. So yeah, so you can't, you can't escape this this path without being in stupid amount of danger because there's asteroids, there's planets colliding, and there's a freaking black hole, <laughs> and there's no visibility. So, and I think that's how they're trying to explain that saying. He did the Kessel Run in less than twelve parsecs because 
his ship was fast enough to escape the black hole and also strong enough to not get destroyed in the in the depths of the of the Kessel Quasar or whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like that. Um I'm not sure if it still makes a hundred percent sense, but okay. Alright. So what else should we get into? That's uh <laughs> Because uh, everything is, you know, uh, I felt like a, a lot of the parts of the movie should be more of an experience, and um, I don't okay. really know what a spoiler would be because um, it is hard. I, but uh, yeah, it's hard to see what else to spoil. Okay, well, without saying <laughs> what happens in the end, were you mm-hmm. getting annoyed with with uh, how often Kira switched back and forth? Between good and bad side? Well, just alliances where she alighted. Well, Cause I, I, I think, I, considering that they're all smugglers and killers, I don't think there's a good side or bad side here. Well, I, I, I kind of uh, was okay with it because there's a whole other side of her that we didn't really know about. Yeah, like stuff happened out, off screen that we really get to see or learn about. Yeah, and I, I think she kind of got over... Han, but Han kept, you know, dragging her into her old feelings again. The feels. So I think that that was the conflicts. Yeah. Well, okay. One of the other big spoilers we can uh, reveal is Han sparked the the rebellion. I know. That's that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So that that villain that we're talking about, Enfy's Nest, the uh, they're actually a group of refugees or survivors from planets that the empire took over or destroyed whatever it was and now they're kind of trying to survive together trying to fight back however they can and because han gave them the fuel now they have they have something to trade or to power up their ships mhm and they later become the rebellion which is kind of funny that they kind of tease it with like, oh, do you want do you want to be part of the rebellion? Nah. Yeah. I don't think. Nah. I don't think. I don't <laughs> think so, kid. It's not for me. I'm a smuggler. I don't think so, kid. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So. Hey, that's kind of funny. It's exactly what we were just talking about right now. Uh, I, I I looked this up. Someone actually drew out the whole castle run, and uh, <laughs> it's funny. They draw the Millennium Falcon on the left. And there's a bunch of little asteroid things, and they're like drawing uh, stuff that they're drawing through it. And usually, what people usually do is they would go around the asteroids. Mm-hmm. That's the actual Kessel Run um, route that they would usually take. Right. But uh, when they swerve around different uh, areas to get past the um, asteroids. It would take a longer time. So I think that's the reason why it's so impressive is he actually went through uh, those asteroids and, you know, uh, took a different route. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he had to stay on the path or else it's it's going to be certain death. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what I explained earlier, Anton. Come on, pay attention. Stop Googling. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It, 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 someone actually drew this thing. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, because it, uh, it's explaining a lot of detail in... In the novels, apparently, because all the all the wiki uh, entries I was reading, different uh, articles I was reading online, 
they all reference, I think, like, it's mentioned in three different novels. Which aren't canon, but apparently now they are. Oh. <laughs> That's not the one I was looking at. Mine's a little more detailed. <laughs> uh, oh, that's the other part that kind of foreshadowed, because uh, on mine it mentions the hut. Is uh, oh yeah, they they kept mentioning uh, Tatooine. Yeah, they kind of mentioned There's Tatooine. A, a bunch of smugglers on there. Well, smugglers and a new, a new mobster that's trying to make a name for himself. Yeah, <laughs> it's like my brother's like, who are they referencing? Jabba. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, I mean, it's overall it's a fun movie. I think people's experiences. There's a lot of references. Uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers. She was like, "Oh, is it something that can enjoy?" I'm like, "It's a lot of Star Wars references, and kind of hidden clues or whatever to the other movies." But even with with you not understanding some of the jokes or some of the references, it's still a fun movie. What do you think about the droid? Did you like uh, L337? Oh, Leet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I told my brother, I'm like, does that droid have ass? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, well, she'll swing that thing around. Dude, oh, that's one part that we didn't mention is that she's, she's a very, and my brother sounds like, oh my God, that's my wife. Cause she's a very sassy white woman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, she, she won me over. It was a little bit annoying at first, but, uh, I think by the time they they were trying to break into save the Millennium Falcon out of, uh, the impound, mm -hmm. uh, it, she won me over. It's a, it was a really nice character. I got the feels when she got blown up. Mm -hmm. Uh, for some reason people were laughing as, uh, Lando was trying to carry her part, her, her body away. I don't understand. I didn't that. get that. I didn't get that. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, okay, people think that's funny. All right, that's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. A little jacked up, okay. Yeah, messed up people you have there in California. Oh, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to San Francisco? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Uh, it, it, I like that character. What about you? Yeah, I liked it too. And uh, uh, moving on to another... Um, female character like uh we said earlier uh kira like i i really liked the the whole bonnie and clyde thing that they were having that vibe um i felt like um there was a couple of moments where i feel like she was sarah connor <laughs> if you know what i mean which part the beginning or the end? Uh, towards the end. Like, I felt like she was Sarah Connor when she was in that Terminator movie. Uh, yeah. Although, oh, yeah. Th that is one scene I liked a lot was when she was looking at the hologram of uh, Darth Maul. And he lit his lightsaber. Which, I, I don't know why he lit his lightsaber, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason for it other than for the fans. Uh, mm -hmm. The lightsaber's light in her eyes as she was looking at the hologram. That was a very intense scene, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. And I think they did it for a reason, because they want to, you know, uh, give a little bit more of a not-so-innocent look on her face. I, Trying to give it a, a, a little bit of, yeah. I, I took it as more as, uh, you know, a, what's it called? Sinister. Not even sinister. I would call it sinister. Uh, uh, driven. 
Yeah, this is, she's very she's a very driven person, or whatever. So that that fire in her eyes, motivated, that burning light. That motivated motivated, motivated person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, anything else, Aton? Uh, yeah. Uh, I I thought it was a good thing to bring Ron Howard in because I think uh, Phil and Lord would have made this into a a huge comedy that wouldn't even work in the Star Wars world. Okay, yeah, so that's what they totally forgot to talk about is you can kind of tell which parts were Woody and, uh, not Woody, uh, Ron Howard and which were uh, uh, Phil Lord because that first scene, the the intro with like the, the, the race, not the race, the chase, it feels a little out of place compared to some of the other parts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you got that too. Which one? The the chasing. The chasing. Yeah, like the very beginning, the 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 stormtrooper acting like a motorcycle cop. It uh, it it felt a little it felt a little off, and I didn't like it. It felt like time cop. Yeah, and and I and I think <laughs> what bothered me too is that it felt like they're trying to make it seem like it took place in the nineteen fifties. Mm-hmm. Especially with the the cruiser, or whatever the, the hover car that they were driving, it had this very nineteen fifties feel to it. I kind of like that it was drifting. Well, it has no traction. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's gonna drift. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I I, I like I like the direction that Ron Howard took with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. I I, I appreciate that he had a vision that he really wanted and he went for it. And I guess they shot 75% of the movie uh, when he jumped on. So, yeah. So, yeah. Props. Uh, so sad that Star Wars only got, or Solo only got 84.7 million this weekend, but hopefully with the word of mouth and the better reviews, it'll go up a little bit higher next week. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, dude, the, the, the movie here was full when I saw it today. Oh, it's like, yeah, cause it, it was, uh, well, it was full for mine, but yeah, I was seeing, mm-hmm. I was seeing people posting about it online and social media. Uh, and this weekend they don't really have any competition. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, action point, a drift and upgrade. Oh yeah. So hopefully solo can power through another weekend and make up those numbers. I- I think so. And oh, one more thing, Don Glover, yeah, Donald Glover, yeah, did did an amazing job. Oh, uh, totally sold on Lando. There was a oh yeah no right. Uh, there yeah. was actually some some people questioning what a sexuality is, and I didn't understand it when I first saw it because this, uh, this is after the screenings, but before the movie was officially released for the fan event. Mm-hmm. People were asking, uh, I don't know if those are writers or who they were asking, but like, you know, what's Lando's sexuality? Because at first I thought maybe because like, oh, is it because him and Han have a little bit of a bromance going on or what? Uh, no, it's because of the, because of L3. Yeah. So they're wondering what sexuality is. Apparently, to, and if anybody's curious, and I don't know why anybody would be curious, uh, he's a pansexual person. So he's into and, robots and well, anything. <laughs> Pretty much, he, he any way he can get it, he'll take it. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Because uh, he kind of had uh, a little moment with uh, Kira. He had a little moment uh, with yeah, L- everybody. L three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the Han bromance. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I, I do like that moment in the scene with uh with Kira and L three in the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it's obvious that Land that uh, Lando loves me. Well, well, how does that work? Oh, it works. Oh. <laughs> or the other part of like, oh, uh, I need you to do that one thing for me again. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I I like it, dude. Um, any other thoughts on this? Nope. Uh, just excited to see what comes next. All right. If people want to see that fire burning in your eyes, Anton, how can they do that? They can do that to. Uh, they can do that by going to www.the2oc.com and uh, click on our store and buy some stickers, maybe some t-shirts, and also anything in our show notes, probably maybe the Clone War DVDs or something. Um, and also maybe the Amazon banner too, if you want to click on there and buy something. Give us a little kickback. Woot woot. All right, and they can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. Uh, anything else? Nope, that's it. Sweet. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duan. All right, have a good one, guys. All right, later. That's what I forgot last week. I forgot to say for the 2OC. See what happens when I have to miss one? I get thrown off. <laughs>